Sometimes we need a little inspiration, and Real Things Living podcast does just that. Real Things Living has a focus on resilience and connection with others. Those connections lead to ideas, to solutions, and to better overall health. This podcast is brought to you by Gemini Media. Gemini Media delivers the best solutions for business communications through collaborative relationships. Hi, y'all. It's Bridget Cutshaw with Real Things Living. Today, my guest is Stacy Failinger. She is a health coach, and I'm so glad to have her on board because she helps women try to what, keep it together, right, Stacy? That's right. <laughs> keep it all together. <laughs> we have a lot of a lot of things going on in our lives, especially when you have kids and we as we age. And Stacy is very um, has a very inspirational background, and I just invited her on because I wanted to find out what made her become a health coach because we all have different reasons. Can you share a little bit about your background, Stacy, and why you made the switch to health coaching? Yes, I am. Uh, and thank you for having me on, by the way. And I'm glad to be on your, your podcast here. Um, I um, decided to look into health coaching after I had my own weight loss journey. And I lost about 65 pounds. This has been over 20 years ago now. And I was keeping it off and people kept asking me, how was I doing that? So then I, um, of course, I was in that corporate rat race as well and looking for something else I could do and enjoy what I'm doing and found health coaching. So I um, obtained a certification in health coaching and that was six years ago and I've been helping people since then. And I kind of specialize in weight loss and then weight maintenance, um, also healthy aging and brain health. (laughs) <laughs> and what you're doing is 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 really important because our bodies just you know change so much and it was amazing that you lost 65 pounds and did you have a coach help you do that I well I actually used the old-fashioned Weight Watchers back then weight uh-huh. I mean health coaches really weren't as prevalent as they are today right so you know I went to the weekly meetings and um I guess if there was a coach it could be our our I could say it's our, you know, uh, team leader that we had, um, which gave a lot of good advice, you know, of, of treating it like a lifestyle change and not treating it as a diet. And that was the main thing with me. Right. That's, that's a good point. It's, it's, you got to make a habit and a lifestyle change and not just what you eat. And I learned a lot about myself too. Uh, we're all different, right? But I, I ended up having to get some, some help. I shouldn't say help. But I found I had a dairy allergy. People think it's lactose, but mine is casein protein. Mm-hmm. And but I think that happens as you know, as you know, as, as we age, those kind of age. things pop up. Yeah, and that's one thing. I think if you eat the same thing, I mean, maybe you can help me with this. Eat the same thing over and over. Eventually, you're going to have an issue with that, right? And shouldn't you be it? Have it? Yes. Diverse. Yeah, you should have more of a. Um... Yeah, a diverse diet. You should eat the rainbow and make sure that you get as many different fruits and vegetables as you can in your diet and healthy grains, lean proteins. That's the best kind of, if you want to call diet, I just call it, you know, it's, it's lifestyle eating, you know, right. instead of a diet. Right. Some people will, it turns them off to hear the word diet. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's why they kind of give up. So I think, uh, I think with this, uh, 
recent issue we've had, like with COVID, my understanding is that those that are kind of overweight, they tend to have more of a, a problem if they do get it. And I think that's, it just helps overall to be um, healthier when you don't have too much weight on you. And how, did you experience any of that? If you knew anybody that had, um, got COVID and it got worse because they had overweight? I mean, that's just what I've read. Yeah, I know I've heard that as well. And, um, you know, I've known different people to have it. And, you know, if, if I just kind of do a study between my friends that have had it, you're right. Um, those that um, are not at a healthy weight have had continuing problems even with it. And those that are healthier have been able to just, you know, they're, they're sick for a few days, they're over it, and it's done. But there, there is a correlation there between being at a healthy weight and being like a long hauler, as they're calling it. With, with oh, that's COVID. a good point. Yeah, the long hauler. The mm -hmm. uh, it's just so every doesn't matter. Something's going to crop up again in the future. I'm not trying to be negative. That's why you know, self care is so important. I th and I think that's something that what you're touching on is to help. Is it women that you focus on mostly? Mostly women. Yeah, mostly yeah. women are my clients, and um, is because they like to you know with weight loss, weight management, and even. We're talking about healthy aging. All of that is usually, you know, women are more concerned with that, I guess you can say. <laughs> right. We're so used to taking care of everybody and not ourselves, right? Yes. Uh, yes. We kind of put ourselves second. So I think that's a good point. So how is the best way to create a habit? You know, what do you recommend to create a better um, lifestyle habit, you're saying, with, with your eating? Right. Um, well, first of all, um, I always like to think of, for everyone to think of the analogy of if you're on an airplane and you lose cabin pressure, you're always told you have to put the mask on yourself first before right. you put it on your child. So that's how I like to think of self-care is, you know, you're not being selfish if you put yourself first. In fact, there's more of you if you take some time out every day to focus on yourself, you're a, a better mom, you're a better wife, everything, just to, you know, have that time for yourself. And so, you know, the best way for self-care, number one, is to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. That's important for self-care. Um, you know, like you had mentioned that we always, as women, typically put ourselves dead last on the list. We take care of everybody else in the family, <laughs> and then we are dead last. So we may not get that much sleep. And then if you're not getting enough sleep, you're already setting yourself up that day to not have a very good day. So, you know, try to get the seven to eight hours of sleep first and foremost, and then try to just as you're eating during the day, eat at regular intervals. Like, you know, don't go over, I would say anywhere over four hours is not a good thing, okay. especially as we're getting older. As we're getting older, our, um, it, our, it's just natural process. Our, it's not as easy to process insulin. So our cells can become more resistant to it, especially if we're not eating on a regular basis. And you'll actually feel more energy if you're eating on a regular basis. You know, and you can have, you know, some people proponents of three meals a day. Some are, you know, eat five smaller meals a day. You know, whatever you do, you know, just make sure that you're, you're eating on just regular intervals. Um, and also make sure that you're eating, you know, lean proteins, healthy grains, and like your whole wheat, your brown rice over over white white, right, 
white rice. <laughs> <laughs> <Talk about it. laughs> and then, um, you know, your whole wheat pasta over a, a white pasta and then lots of fruits and vegetables. So that, that will keep you healthy as well. And drink your water. Water is very important too. Stay hydrated. Um, another thing is, uh, you know, take some time for yourself and exercise, find something that you like to do, or don't even call it exercise, call it playing. Like if you like to play a sport or anything like that, have that as your, your time out of you know, having fun, doing something you enjoy. And that's just part of self-care. And if you only have a half an hour a day to do something that you like to do, make sure that you do that. And I recommend you do it maybe in, in first thing in the morning, just, just bef before your crazy schedule if you have a mom with a mom with uh younger kids right that in before they wake up yes <laughs> you had mentioned something about about not about the uh, four hour thing of eating i've noticed that fasting is really popular that can be good and bad right yeah it depends on the person actually and then and then if you're diabetic it's really not recommended to go a long period of time. And so many people do have type two diabetes. Um, but with me, like I'm at, it's actually fasting. If you have your last meal of the day and then you go all those hours before your next, before you eat breakfast and you should always eat breakfast. And that's kind of like, for me, I routinely will go 12 to 13 hours um, between dinner and then breakfast. Right. So, so that's kind of a, a way of, of doing the intermittent fasting, which is very popular today. And I'm not diabetic. That works for me. And, um, and I actually will even exercise um, first thing in the morning. And well, as soon as the kids go to school and then I'll, I'll come back and exercise and then eat breakfast. And that works for me. But if I was diabetic, that's something I know I couldn't do. I wouldn't even have the energy to exercise before eating something. Right. You know, I'm going I'm one mm -hmm. of those people that hey, I don't eat in the evening after dinner. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but maybe because I'm just like chilling in my, I let my body, chill. I should say chill. I rest. <laughs> <You're> resting. <laughs> um, and that you just, every, like everybody's different. And I think it depends on the age of the, the woman or the, or the, whoever the person is that is affected and how I can handle it. Mm -hmm. And it's, there's so much conflicting information out there too. I think, um, but that's why I think it's a good thing people have coaches because they're, they're not going to just give you one solution. It just depends on what they're dealing in with, what their goals are. Right. And so when you work with somebody, how long is it usually, uh, just depends how long they want to work with you, right? <laughs> you yeah. mean like one-on-one -on -one or I'm sure I mean there's... Yeah, I have a couple of different ways. I, I do one-on-one -on -one consultations. I also have group coaching now as well. And um, I, I like to work with someone for six months. Um, I have a program called Lean for Life, and it incorporates all of these factors I was talking about, you know, weight loss, um, healthy aging, brain health. It is stress management, self-care. That's a part of it. And so, you know, six months is ideal. Um, if not six months, then three months is also a program. Um, same program, I just do different topics and then kind of yeah. specialize those topics for what the person is looking for what they need right i like that at lean for life what is the ac is it acronyms it's an acronym yes and it <laughs> lean stands for lifestyle exercise attitude and nutrition ah i like that mm -hmm. that's very uh clever and very uh easy to remember <laughs> and do you um <laughs> like um 
with your your group classes, I, I'm assuming that's really popular because then you can feed. Um, I shouldn't say feed off each other. You know what I'm saying? You you motivate each other. Right. right. You hold each other accountable. It's not wow. just me. You know, it's everybody in the group and and everyone's supportive of uh, them reaching their goals. I think it's really good that what you're doing because I and again I love the lean analogy. I like the airline analogy you used too for <laughs> self care. That is so is, is so important too. So how long you mentioned you said you do this for six years, and and you trying to grow it or I'm just trying to. Yeah, I mean, um, I can always work with more people, and uh, and that's and that's just really the growth is uh, is more and more people, and is you know if I as if my name gets out there more and more word of mouth, you know, I'm going to um, expand even further. I I thought about in the in the future doing a membership program, but haven't haven't got that far as of yet. I know membership programs are pretty getting pretty popular, and yeah. so that that may be something in the future that that I do. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the memberships, like you said, are very popular. Then you can have people again be held accountable to each other. That's mm -hmm. what motivates me the most, Stacy. Mm -hmm. if, if I be vocal about something and tell somebody, then I'm going to more likely to have, make sure it happens. Right. Because you're putting it out there in the universe, right? <laughs> and you're like, once it's out I don't there, know. <laughs> I, I got I to do this. It's, it's, it is so cool that I think health coaches like you are so popular now because uh, I think the medical uh, the doctors and the nurses, they're, they get overwhelmed too with the, well, the stuff that they're dealing with. Do you like, have you ever thought about helping um, with the with the doctor's office? I'm just curious because I've heard that uh, that is an option down there. I have. Yeah, I have. And I actually not too long ago had an interview with a doctor who was just starting a separate practice for weight loss coaching. Ah, and so okay. he's just starting out. And um, and so, I mean, that's, there's a potential of, of, of one day coming on board with him. He only needed one at the time. And so, you know, he we kind of left it as, as, yeah, that could be something that we, we work together in, in the future. So definitely something that um, I wouldn't mind doing. That's, that's cool. But that yeah. way you can get their knowledge too, <laughs> the doctors, right. but you're just mm -hmm. working as a team. They can only do so much. And I think they, the, the medical, uh, so I should say society, they had to do a lot of crazy stuff and they're under a lot of stress too. They probably need some kind of help and a break. Yeah. It's just a crazy, in, well, I should say a crazy world we're living in, but I think people are, I think a root cause of a lot of this obesity is probably related to stress. Um, that's why you're, like you're saying, sleeping is important mm -hmm. and having some downtime is important, but I think people are, some people are eat a lot when they're under stress. That's true. There's a lot of people that, um, that have to deal with emotional eating. And, and even, we even discussed that in my program as well as how to, you know, overcome that as a barrier um, too. Yeah. <clears throat> yes. That is a problem for a lot of people that they sit down at night and they're watching TV and they're just kind of mindlessly eating, not really hungry. And it's just, it's there. Right. So That's kind mm -hmm. of why I tell myself you cannot eat. I tell myself that don't eat after dinner, don't snack because then, then you'll, I've done it before, you know, you like start eating too much just because it is, uh, it tastes good. And you're, you're not bored, but I do, I used to travel a lot for business and I actually lost weight a, a little bit, you know, whenever I did a couple of pounds because you're not 
having access to snacks like you do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of why I'm glad that I, I look at the ingredients too, because of the case mm -hmm. and protein, you won't believe how much that is in everything. And I don't understand why, but, um, yeah, that helps me. I'm a, I'm a definitely a reader of what an ingredients is on there. And I try not to have much pre pre-made food. If that makes sense. Because, yes. You know, no, that's, that is perfect. I mean, I'm glad that you're a label reader and that that's another area and the topic that we discuss is to get people really good at, at reading labels and to try to get away from processed foods as much as possible. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to get 100% away from it with as busy as we are, but as long as you're limiting that, that makes it much better. Yeah, it, it's true. I mean, yeah, sometimes it's okay. I joke that I, I love dark chocolate, which is fine. Mm -hmm. uh, I should say a joke. I just, I, I think my brain needs it, right? <laughs> but it's uh it's just amazing the things that we can do and unnecessarily you have bad habits it can catch up to you and then you've got to break those habits and coaching is such an important aspect and people just blow it off right they just mm -hmm. blow it off and I think a lot of people are realizing how important self-care is during COVID that's my aspect I, I try to look at the good in a situation Mm -hmm. and I'm a hiker and a runner and I noticed during COVID more I saw more people outside walking I, I did too well yeah. even even in our neighborhood I would never see a lot of kids on bikes and such even adults and during COVID all of a sudden everyone was out riding bikes and and walking and then I saw the same thing with people um really an interest in hiking in the different state parks and yeah. so that was a that was definitely a good a good thing that came out of it. Correct. They were realizing, whoa, this is where am I putting my time? <laughs> mm -hmm. And you should put it what's I always talk about what's important. And to me, what's important to me is being outside. I've always been that that's just my personality. So but now now the trails are so crowded, Stacy, but that's okay. <laughs> that's well, maybe that's the downside. But I'm glad yeah. they're doing that. And that's yeah. the whole good thing about having these the state parks and the federal parks is the whole just to remind you how important that is and that to me is part of self-care and it helps you move you don't have to go walk a mile all the time but you just got to move a little bit and just it'll help you uh appreciate everything yeah that's true and then another part of self-care is just to make sure that you're trying to keep your your stress levels down as much as possible yeah. you know you can incorporate a little bit of meditation if you like to journal you know journal you want to go get a massage or a facial that that it all contributes to your self-care yes <clears throat> massages are the, are the best <laughs> i've learned that yes <laughs> I, I, yeah i remember when covid first happened i couldn't see a mass massage therapist for a while but just because they were they had to close down for a while, yeah. some of them. Yeah. But, and then, then you're like going in there with the mask, like I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> like, even though my, you know, they had to wear one, but I didn't understand why I did. But it, that's the way it goes. I didn't judge them. Yeah. Do the right thing. And we're all trying to find the right. I think also as we age, you mentioned it, it's, you got to adjust to change too. And um, you have to tweak your self care habits a little bit every time, every year, maybe. Mm hmm. Uh, you are you are correct. That's a good thing. <clears throat> what is the uh, the best uh, advice or one simple 
advice to give uh, the listeners out here, which are mostly women over 40? What is your best advice for them? A simple piece of advice. Simple piece of advice. Um, Basically, just um, make sure that you do something every day that brings you joy. Uh, and that, that goes to self-care. Just, just something. It doesn't have to take more than five minutes. Just something small. You could do a face, you know, a face mask, you know, for five minutes or something. Although I like to use mine for 20, but you know, it's, it's, it's whatever works for you in the time that you have during the day. But just make sure you, yeah, you just every, every day do something. Right, that I like that. That's good mm-hmm. advice. Yeah, just people think they got to do an hour. No, five minutes is perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just what it is. So where can people learn more about you, Stacey? Where can they find out about you? They can go to my website, which is uh, www.myhealthcoachstacy. And Stacy is spelled S-T-A-C-Y. A lot of people like to put an E in it, dot com. Um, they can also find me on uh, Facebook, at just Healthy for Life. And, um, and then my email, if you'd like to email me, is stacy at myhealthcoachstacy.com. That's awesome. And for those that are listening, I'll have the links in the description below. And I appreciate your time, Stacy. It's so helpful to, to talk to another woman who's into what I like and, <laughs> and to understand how important it is for self-care. That's how we'll move forward and help each other out. You've got to take care of yourself first. That's true. So true. All right. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. I appreciate your time and I thank you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast or leave a comment. Now go have a great day.